Hey, Dream Chasers, welcome back to Cups and Convos, where we get comfortable and touch on some not-so-comfortable topics. This is your host, Mysasia Person, and I hope you guys are having such an amazing week. I literally just left a conference that was so wonderful. It was held by Sarah Jakes Roberts, so you know she gave a word. If you guys are not familiar with her, I highly suggest that you get in tune because she is such a phenomenal preacher. And of course, she learned from the best. Her father is T.D. Jakes, a mega preacher, and the anointing on her life is so visible. It's so visible, you guys. The conference was called Woman Evolve, and it literally has my wheels turning, you guys. It is 2.30 a.m., and I am in the hallway of my hotel recording this because I just knew that I had to get it out. I just had to get this word to you guys. She poured so much into us today, and to see the room full of so many wild women who are destined to change this world was inspiring. It was definitely something to experience. So Sarah, she touched on a couple of things that I wanted to share with you guys. And this first thing is something that really registered with me because it's actually an issue that I've been dealing with lately. She spoke on the analogy of being planted. Sometimes we feel like we have nothing left to give, like we're pouring into everything, but nothing is uprooting. And she explained it to us in the most simplest term that we're not seeds. We're actually the vessel that stores it, meaning we're soil. You see, God is going to plant those seeds in us. He will give you the vision to start the business. He will prompt you to write that book. But in order for you to grow, you have to make sure that you're not allowing the wrong things to be planted inside of your soil. Therefore, negativity, doubt, jealousy, unhealthy relationships, anything that is hindering your growth, that has to go. Also, she spoke on the attacks on your life. And if I'm being transparent, the devil, man, the devil been trying me lately. And I'm not always as strong as I want to appear. Sometimes I contemplate just giving it up, giving it a rest, hanging up the towel. But that small mustard seed of faith is what makes me want to strap on my boxing clubs. Like, what's, what's really good? However, I do understand firsthand that those attacks will have you questioning everything that you was just so passionate about, everything that you've ever stood for. So Sarah, she spoke on the scripture, Revelation 12, 13 through 17, and basically indicated that the devil is not going to attack you if he doesn't feel threatened by your wings. He knows the potential we hold. He sees the people connected to us, the mountains we're preparing to move, the lives that we're preparing to change. Therefore, he's going to try to stop us in our tracks before we make our impact. But we not no punks. We're going to fight for what we believe in, no matter what daggers he throws. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. You big mad, you better stay mad. So yes, tonight was so amazing. And I just wanted to quickly share that with you all, and I hope it touches your spirit. So on today's episode, I'm going to interview a woman who I love and who is very dear to my heart. She is someone I can always lean on, especially when it comes to balancing business and faith. My journey, as well as other contributing factors, has prompted her to start her business. So as a first-generational entrepreneur, I think it's only fair to interview her and touch on God's calling, how to know that you're being called to start a business. So I want to introduce to you guys my best friend, Shanice Williams. Hi, Shanice. Hello, Martasia. <laughs> Forgive us, y'all. We are so tired right now. We are literally sitting in the hallway, thugging it out, 
Shanice got on a um, pink do rag. <laughs> <laughs> and she got on my Uggs. I got on Ugg boots and a hoodie, so it, it's real out here. It's real, real. Right. Okay, so I already introduced you to my listeners. I would like for you to just start off and talk about the business that you're starting and why. Yes, so um, I have a passion to start a black-owned, being that I am black, business and beauty. Um, I want to open up my own beauty supply store in inner cities to promote Black-owned business in that area, Um, considering the fact that 97% of our beauty supply stores are owned by Asians, so and 3% being owned by Black people. So I saw a disrepancy in the market, and it's something that I'm passionate about, beauty, and uh, most importantly, just giving back to the community. I want y'all to understand them statistics. This girl said 97% of black beauty supplies are owned by Asians. If that's not crazy that we don't own our own stuff. So I salute you for being one of the minorities Mm -hmm. that's branching off and beating the odds and opening up your own beauty supply. You know, I support you 1,000%. I'm going to be in there buying bundles and (laughs) borets and all type of stuff. So we good. So today I titled the episode God's Calling because we talk a lot about our business aligning with our faith. Mm -hmm. So I want you to kind of dig deep and just talk about how you know that God called you to start this business. Like thinking about yeah, what he took you through to get to this point. Well, for me, it was kind of like I didn't care to start a business. I thought I was just going to be climbing a corporate ladder. But like I said, he put, you know, my best friend here and other people were speaking into my life. Like, I randomly stumbled across a podcast we listened to called Blessing Bossed Up while working, and I started to get inspired off Tatum's. Um, she's a girl on the podcast, her journey as an entrepreneur. And then it was just all around me, like God was throwing it in my face. And the reason why I like entrepreneurship and why I know God is calling me to it is just the freedom and the deeper calling. I think when you're an entrepreneur, you know, some people calling is in corporate, but an entrepreneur calling is on a deeper level mm-hmm. as far as like you're usually doing it with a passion and a niche towards something that you're passionate about. So entrepreneurship just is is to me, it's not even about being an entrepreneur. It's about my passion for people and what God is calling me to do to touch people's lives. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's dope. I want to touch on, like, a couple things that you said. One, you talked about how God was sending you messages through other people. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if you really want to start a business when you're listening to certain messages or sermons or podcasts Mm -hmm. or just listening to other people speak, it's going to spark a fire inside of you that you may not understand. So for you, you're working corporate for... Of course, my listeners don't know that, but you do work at Target Corporate. Mm-hmm. You didn't really think that you wanted to start a business, but you were listening to all of these messages, and it prompted you to find a need within exactly a field. You literally work in the beauty and um, beauty department. Yeah, yeah. In your corporate field, so I think that 
Yeah, it's it's really awesome how he aligned the two because exactly. you you weren't even working in beauty at first, right? Exactly. That's another thing. Like she just said, um, God allowed me to get promoted in the beauty area at Target, so I'm learning there. He's using it as a foot a, pet, a footstool for me to learn and grow, so I could take it and apply that to my own business. Right. So it's just amazing. And that's another thing. He'll open up the doors for you, right. like when it's something he's showing you to do. Whether it's entrepreneurship or staying corporate, whatever you're, he's calling you to do, he'll open up those doors and you'll start to see the puzzles connect. Yeah, because not only will he open those doors, he will all also direct your path. Yes. And that's something that I witnessed that he did for you as well, because if we want to go all the way back, your first major was social work. Right. That's actually how we met. We both studied social work yes. at a school and then we both transfer into our current fields now. Yes. So you ended up transferring and you went into yeah. fashion merchandising. And I remember you saying, I want to be a buyer. I want to be a buyer. I want to be a buyer. Right. And then you ended up becoming a buyer, but you were a buyer for the clothing department, the little girls department, and then yeah. they switched you to beauty. So it's just amazing how he placed you exactly mm-hmm. where he wanted you to grow. Exactly. Yeah, that's it's phenomenal. He'll definitely open up those doors for you. You y'all out there listening, don't it's just like we gotta take our hands off of it and mm-hmm. allow him to do it. Yeah, so now that you mentioned that as we know, corporate does have salaries mm-hmm. that are kinda, you know, comfortable. Right. Like, why not? But for you to be working corporate, and I actually hear this a lot, there's a lot of people who work corporate who are comfortable with their salaries. They have all the benefits that they right. need, but then they have this fire inside of them to to quit their current job, to branch out and start this business that's kind of uncertain. It's just, well, it's not uncertain because God, God called you to do it, so, you know, it's going to it's going to work out regardless, right. but it is kind of uncomfortable to have that feeling of the unknown. So I guess my question would be, do you have any fears or doubts or anything that you feel like will hinder you from getting started? Right. Because you, you haven't yet open or launch the beauty supply but i know that it's something you're working towards you've been looking at retail spaces and things of that sort you know how to buy wholesale and all that but do you think that there's any doubts that you have um definitely finances is always an issue but actually that's not even an issue anymore for me just because like god opened up a door for me to get a part-time job to fund my business so shout out to god for that uh (laughs) but I think the biggest fear is, like, really committing to it because it is a big commitment. Like, people can talk all day, like, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But really, when you work in your two jobs and you come home at night and you got to work on a business plan, that's when it gets tough and that doubt kicks in. Like, God, I don't think I can handle this. I'm doing too much. And just trusting the process because it's all temporary. Like the jobs are temporary to get to the full-time entrepreneurship. So it's just trusting the process. It might take me six months to just a year to get it done, which is not even that long, but it can feel like eternity when you're in it. So it's just those long days when you're like, man, I don't want to do this. Like I might as well just stay in corporate because it's going to take me a while to save this, to get my LLC, to open up the retail space and get my first payment down. Like I just think it's that that process that doubt Mm -hmm. kicks in because it's a long it can take some time to get there but i mean if you're working hard he'll he'll open the doors right 
And this trust is a big thing, especially for you, because right. you have other weight on you as well. It's not just you. You also have a daughter. Right. So you want to make sure that you're securing a future for her as well. Right. So really just trusting in God for what he called you to do is, is huge. Like, it's it's so huge. Yes. Since we touched on trust, I want to just talk a little bit about obedience because that's that's huge right. with God. Like, if he's calling you to do something, especially in your position, so if he's calling you to start your business, starting a business requires a lot of time and mm-hmm. a lot of effort to where it might take away from your job to where you might have to quit your job. Right. So do you feel like that's something that you'll be willing to do? Yeah, I definitely do. I'm waiting for him to say go. Um, <laughs> child, I'm ready to go. No, I'm just kidding. No, I think it's like, you know, from from my situation right now, I'm just taking like, what can I learn while I'm there? Because I know it's temporary and I know, like you just said, it's going to come or I'm going to have to leave eventually. So it's just getting to that place where it's like, when does he say go? But I think it can be hard because, like you said, the obedience to that is like the security. Mm-hmm. You do get benefits and you get a nice salary. And that's consistent pay that you know you're going to be relying on. But it's like, do I trust my employer and my check over what God? The Hello, God, he control everything. So it's just like I'm not going to rely on a check and I know I'm going to come to that crossroads while I'm giving y'all advice, but it's just really leaning in on him, getting in your word, praying fast and doing what you got to do to have that security and trust in God. Because there's going to be days where you doubt him, like, did he really say that? I'm making all this money. I might as well stay here. Mm-hmm. So it's for me, it's definitely going to be spending more time in prayer and doing what I got to do to to make that leap of, okay, it's time to quit because this is taking up too much time. And he's really launching my brand. And I'm close to, like, finishing it up. Right, yeah. I can just imagine that being really tough. Yeah. But understanding that what you have right now is only like a small percentage of what God yes. has prepared for you. So, again, just having that trust. It was easier for me to do that transition because I ain't had no job, child. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find the job. <laughs> so I'm just like, it is what it is. But, yeah, having that security what? and then having that weight of having a child, like I already know. Yeah. That can just be tough. So, yes. Yes. I would add, too, like, just start setting yourself up for that. Yes. What I'm doing right now, like, I moved out of my expensive apartment paying, like, 1300 plus in rent. I moved out with my mom. So, I live with her now. So, that's that's the weight off my shoulder, not paying that high rent. So, therefore, when I do leave... I'm already set up. So start taking the necessary steps. Humble yourself. It's okay to go stay with your parents. It's okay to get a roommate. Do what you got to do to lessen your funds so you can fund your business. Yes. Thank you for being transparent. I think that, again, your steps will be ordered. So whatever job that you're at right now, you can always learn something from that experience, whether it's the customer service that they have that you can put into your business or the way they do their invoices or the way they do their wholesale accounts, like those type of things that you can bring into your business. So always take it as this is a learning lesson and this is an investment into my business. And yeah, just humble yourself. Like you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You don't got to get no Gucci belt and no Fendi. All it is just to make it seem like you look successful because you done started your little business. Right. 
Child. Louis Prada Gucci. <laughs> pop them tags. <laughs> you don't need to be popping them tags, y'all. You don't need to pop them tags until you got the bags. Right. Okay. Hey, that's a word. That's a word. <laughs> I'm so weak. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I want to talk about how you align your passion with what God is calling you to do or just what you love. For instance, like you mentioned earlier that you have a passion for helping people. Mm -hmm. However, you want to start a beauty supply. So people might look at that like, how is that helping people? Well, for me, um, natural hair care is self-care. You know, taking care of your hair, making sure you're using the right products. So creating my business, I'm going to find vendors, find right manufacturers to create and distribute these products that are going to help women mm-hmm. with their hair care. First off, if you can get a fast regimen and have your hair done in a minute with your routine, that's less stress on your life in the morning. For your morning routine, mm-hmm. that's less stress for you weekly. So people just need to know the right products for their hair. Also, you know, in my beauty supply, I would like to do natural skincare products, bath oils, like from Africa. Like there's so much resources out there that we don't even know about that I've been educating myself on. Even like using a towel versus an African sponge that cleanses your body. Like mm-hmm. just that is self-care. That's taking care of your health. That's Taking, making you look good, feel good. I believe that model. You look good, you feel good. So, really, the beauty care industry is over a billion dollar industry. It's huge. It's billions of dollars in the industry. So, it's a, people want to feel good. They want to look good. So, mainly just that education piece and, and lessening people's stress and their routine daily is helping them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just to clarify, she's aligning her passion of helping people with her love of hair and beauty and creating a service-based business that's going to help a lot of women. Not only is she starting a store, she's also producing her own regimen of hair care lines that's going to help a lot of natural beauties. She is natural herself. Her hair is draping. I'm jealous. Get mine together, sis. What are we going to do? Can I be your client? So, yeah, I think that that's awesome. So for you guys who are struggling and you feel like your passion and what you love don't align, you got to remember that your passion or your, your why always has to be bigger than you Mm -hmm. so for instance i'm passionate about helping people as well which is why i have my consulting business which is why i have the youth camp and certain things where i i'm making sure that i'm pouring into other people but i just so happen to have a love for fashion which happens to be my voice so i use what i love in my easiest way to connect with people and I align it with my passion, and I created a business because of it. So I want you guys to just think about that and figure out how can you, if you are in the beginning stages of starting a business, how can you align what you're passionate about with with what you love? Yes. So, yes. Is there any advice? You are a first-generational woman, black woman, entrepreneur who is beating the odds by starting a business in a Asian dominated industry which is crazy Mm -hmm. to say you have a child which I know a lot of people hold back on starting a business because of 
their children and that security as well. So there may be a lot of women who are listening to this podcast that can relate to your situation. Is there any advice that you would give them on how to just trust God's calling or even to know that God's calling them to start their business? Yes. Well, I'm going to piggyback off on what we just experienced tonight um, at the conference. Girl, wasn't it a word? It was a word. It was a word, y'all. Uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts, she talked about being soil and mm-hmm. being regenerating back to your true form and who God created you to be. When you were, Before you were born, God knew you were going to be an entrepreneur, starting your own business, and helping millions of people across this world. So... I already know it's in me, like like we just talked about earlier in the podcast. He he, he or he orders your steps. You're gonna start to notice things in him putting the pieces together. So you already know it's in you. It's about believing that it's in you and regenerating back to your truest form, like we learned today at the um, conference. Mm-hmm. And you, you gotta know, have confidence. Yeah, confidence. Confidence. Okay, go ahead. And um, you know we we have to really self reflect on who it is God really called us to be. Because once you know that, then you know you can go after those dreams. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to worry about it. He's going to order the steps. Just step out on faith. Know what's in you. Know that he knows the plans he had for you before you even in your mother's womb. So that's huge to me because I'm like, if he already know my plans he has for me, why, why am I worried about it? Why am I stressing? It was predestined. Why is my hair gray? Right. <laughs> why is my edges not done? What? Have you been drinking your water and minding your business? Have you been minding your business? <laughs> <laughs> but for real, y'all, like tonight was so good. It was. It was. And also with the soil, again, you're putting self-doubt in your soil. You're putting negative thoughts in your soil. Take those out, dig them up, and put the belief that he already destined you to do this. You know you have a passion for it. You can't get it off your mind. It's in your head. It's he, Stuff keep popping up. Like your your friend probably entrepreneur. Someone's around you is entrepreneur spirit. You're seeing it. You know it's in you. If you didn't know it was in you, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. So know that God has called you to do it. Step out on faith Ooh. and let it work. <laughs> it's a word. Yes, and just to piggyback off of you, even though you may feel lost in your journey, mm-hmm. even though you may be struggling with some doubts, some things that's going on, some adversity, I learned that it's still your place even if you're out of position. Yes. What God has for you is for you. Yeah. Can't nobody take that away from you. But you have to get in order. Get yourself in shape, sis. Mm -hmm. You were called to be an entrepreneur, and there's a lot of people depending on you to start your business. Whether they're watching your journey and getting inspired by it, whether you're supposed to hire them, providing jobs in that community. Yeah teaching other younger girls or younger generations that they can do it too. There's so many people that you can inspire by just going after what you're supposed to do, just mm-hmm. chasing your calling. So really just dig deep this week, guys, and just figure out, am I called to be an entrepreneur? And if I am, when am I supposed to start that business? What business am I supposed to start? How do I grow my business? Mm-hmm. Who's supposed to be on my team? And make sure you're praying over everything. Because if yeah. it's a God, if God gave you that vision, trust and believe you will be successful. Yes. 
It's a word. It's a word. Thank you guys for listening. I will meet you guys here next week.